beloved greetings um, in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ I want to introduce myself my name is Solvin though is my surname an elder at uh, Dialogue Community Church and I wish to welcome you um, in the Dialogues Midweek podcast um, and of course last week um, we listened to the sermon um, by Johan that dwell much on the issue of justice from God's perspective and we will be building on that theme today the theme of justice and I really want us to look at the passage of Isaiah chapter 58 when you get time uh, do yourself a favor by reading the whole um, chapter so the issue of justice from God's perspective it's what we see in this particular passage of Isaiah um, chapter 58 and um, the chapter when it begins it begins when God is saying to prophet Isaiah he says shout it aloud do not hold back raise your voice like a trumpet and this is a clear indication that the issue of justice remains a critical issue in the life of believers in the life of the church and that's why God says to um, Isaiah shout do not hold back raise your voice like a trumpet and indeed this issue of justice that God wants to raise it with um, his children surely it's an issue of a grave concern is an issue where God is addressing their rebellion the obstruction of justice the application of injustice amongst the believers and um, this is what we clearly see um, from verse 2 that the Lord is saying they seek me out there is eagerness in them they seem to be people who are seeking God they seem to be people who have 
courage, who have got passion, who have got enthusiasm to seek the Lord our God. And these are people who are beginning to say to the Lord, we want you to take just decisions for us. We want you to listen to us. But hence, when they seek justice, when they ask justice from the living God, they are not giving justice to another. And this is clear um, on this passage that they indulge in fasting, seeking the living God. But their fasting always ends in quarreling in, with no peace. They strive. They are bitter to one another. They are angry to one another. They feast one another. And all of a sudden, God is saying, even when you are doing things that way, you expect me to hear you. You expect me to listen to you. And of course, if one had to define what justice is, we should agree that justice is the quality of being just, the act of righteousness, the act of equitableness or moral rightness where we make sure that all of us are equal in terms of the needs that we have as the children of God. And this is what we are able to, can use as the definition of justice, to do good to another. And of course, this uh, definition of justice brings us to the summary of the law, wherein we need to love the Lord with all our hearts, the soul, the mind, and the strength. And the second, which is like it is saying, love thy neighbor as thyself. And in this passage that we, um, we are looking at Isaiah 58, you would then realize that God is saying, even when you, have, you seem to have passion, you are eager to know the Lord. What the Lord is saying, no, but there is something critical that you are missing. As in when you are seeking the Lord, as in when you are eager to know, as in when you are passionate to come close to the Lord, to really revive your relationship with the Lord. You need to be people 
who are doing things in the right way and they have been conscient yet that as and when they seek to come to revive their relationship with the Lord, they have neglected the poor. They exploit their workers. Of course, in our daily lives, we might be owning business. But do we take care of the workers that are working for us or do we exploit them? What about those helpers in our households? The domestic workers. Do we take care of them? Do we listen to them? Do we give them what is just or we exploit them? And in whatever that we are doing, the Lord is saying to his children, you are exploiting others and you should to do, you shouldn't do that. And if you go down to verse 4, they indulge in fasting, but they continue in quarreling. There is no peace amongst them. They have strife. They are bitter to one another. They are angry to one another. They feast to one another. And the Lord is saying, after all that, you expect your voices being heard by me. And of course, the Lord um, give us a clear picture that what is it that he wants from his children what is it that he expects from them? In other words, he's saying, how best can you resolve this problem of injustice? How best can we resolve this problem of neglecting one another, of neglecting the marginalized, of not speaking for the oppressed, of not freeing the oppressed, of looking at other people and you cannot even feel for them. And he says in verse 6, the Lord said, this is not the kind of fasting I have chosen. But what I want you to do, and this is the how part, to lose the chains of injustice and to untie the cords of yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke. And the Lord is saying, we need to live the Christ-like life that Christ would have come and died for us in the cross. He suffered with us. He showed us how it should be done, that we should be able to plunge our lives for others, to cry for others, to feel for others, and to 
really die for others and to make sure that the privilege that I enjoy, the other person should also enjoy. The freedom that I have, the other person must have that freedom. The food that I have, the other person must also have. The means of production, that which we own, let's empower others to own such means of production. But in most instances, we exploit one another. We really make sure that others are not empowered. Others, they remain in their state of being marginalized, remain in the state of poorness, of lacking resources. The Lord is saying, you can go to church in and out. You can fast day and night. You can sing songs. You can sing hymns. You can raise your hands, shout on top of your four voices. But the critical element is that give justice to those that needs justice. And if we are able to resolve the problems that we have, the problems that other people are suffering, the problems of homelessness, the problems of gender-based violence, the problems of people who are neglected, even by the saints. And if we do that, then we are doing the right thing. And that's why in verse 7, the Lord says, Share your food with the hungry. Clothe the naked. And don't turn away from your flesh and blood. And the flesh of and blood that is referred to here, these are the children of God. Beyond ethnic group, beyond racial divide, that let's take care of one another. Let's clothe the naked. Let's share the food that we have. And that is justice that which we are giving to one another. Speak for the oppressed. Do not keep quiet. And that will be the justice that the Lord is referring to. But verses 8 to 9 now tells us of the benefits that we can receive when we are giving justice to our other people that the lord's face will shine upon us the lord will answer our prayers then the light will break forth like a dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you. And the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. 
and then you will call the Lord and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and you will say, here I am. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing finger and malicious talk, then that's not what the Lord is asking from us. The Lord is asking us that we care for one another, we give justice to one another, we listen to one another, we clothe the naked, we give food to the hungry, we give shelter to the homeless, we give, we answer the needs of those who lack, of those who are not privileged, of those who are disadvantaged. And that is what the Lord is asking us to do. And if we do just that, the Lord is saying, Your, my face will shine upon you and I will listen to you. I will heal your families. I will take care of the problems that you have. I will carry your burdens. As in when you carry other people's burdens. As in when you give other people freedom. I will also give you freedom. And this is what the Lord is calling us in this passage to do. To take care of one another. And that is justice that which we need to give to others. Let's pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that your word reminds us that doing church, it's not about going to church in and out. It's not about uniformity of our Sundays. It's not about us not caring for one another, just going to our churches in and out without practicing your love, that which you have given unto us. We thank you of reminding of this important thing, that as in when you have given us freedom, let's give freedom to others. As in when you carry our burdens. Let's carry the burdens of others and really be the blessings of the mankind. We pray our dear Heavenly Father to say, do not give us peace if we neglect one another. Do not give us peace if we do not have the heart to take care of one another creating us new hearts give us passion give us desires give us eagerness to take care of one another and father we ask for forgiveness of our sins that we fail to love you and to love one another and if we cannot love one another we cannot claim to love you Oh, dear Father, 
we thank you that you will create in us new hearts. I thank you. Thank you for this reflection, for listening to this reflection. And uh, I just want to invite you um, this coming Sunday um, that we will be talking about cancelling cancel culture, being peaceful and forgiving in an age of outrage and shaming. And let me say grace for all of us. May the love of the Father and the fellowship with the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen.